Although I'm interested. <laughs> Although I'm interested to get start. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. All right. Woo, it's Monday today. <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah. In yeah. the midst of Storm Babbitt. Yeah. Still do it. Yeah, that's what it's called. Storm Babette. Babette. Good. Right, well... Are um... <laughs> <laughs> you streamlined... Uh, podcast. I've not been. I've not been here. I've not been in the chair for a very long time. Mm. Nice to be back. Two months. Three months. Yeah. I know. How's your last two months been, Jim? Lots to catch up on. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was windy <laughs> recently, <laughs> and then, uh, before that, it wasn't as windy. <laughs> That's not really specific to me. <laughs> I had little to no control over it. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Uh, yeah. Is that Sorry. Not really hot. No. What's he doing? Ah! Liam's moving a candle. We've upped the stakes in this season. We've got candles. Yeah, well, yeah, well as, I, as I was saying to the boys earlier, we've got 40 less episodes to record a year. So this should be at least 20% better each episode. <laughs> minimum. <laughs> With a quarter of the episodes to record, we're aiming for a steady 20% better than us screaming at each other. Mm. Yeah, I don't rule that out either. Um, yeah, so what? Uh, jump in? Yeah. <laughs> You've forgotten how to do this. Yes. <laughs> I know talking's involved. I've got that bit. What What do I say though? What's What What do we say in podcasts? What's all the words? Well, the first thing to say would probably be, you know, keep on those likings and all that. Oh, listen to us. Don't bother about liking and subscribing. Just listen to it. If you want. I don't really care anymore. <laughs> do what you want. It's fucking fine. It's lovely to have you, Drew. As, as long as you don't uh, rate anything under five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Anything. the blanket rule. We are a five-star podcast with our nine reviews, and we'd like to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, well, it's customary to we do an album recommendation. Mm-hmm. My album is called Born to Be With You by Dion from 1976. Mm, nice. I'm pretty sure I've recommended that before. But we listened to it a lot. Anyway, it's good. So you didn't listen to it then, you won't listen to it now, so no point in talking about it. Any songs <laughs> off it? Yes. Uh, one of my favourite songs of all time is on it. <laughs> Got an name? It, sure, it does. What's it? What's it? <laughs> it's called Only You Know, and it's a, it's a staggering piece of music. I really love it. Excellent. That's it. All right, and uh, we've got a sponsor. Speaking of songs, yeah. our second month long sponsor. This will be. Oofed. Well, I don't know if I can get it for the whole month. Well, they have to. They have to. Yeah, that's the thing. See, because we only had to have a contract for a week before. <laughs> and that was that was easier to maintain. I don't know if we'll get them for the whole month. We're not getting paid a month's worth. No, no, no. We're getting paid precisely an hour's worth from them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the company this week that we're being sponsored by uh, is called lyrics to go That's two with a, the, the number two. Very good, very good. So this is the ad copy that they sent me. Yeah. Oh, it's in depth. You want to hear it? Yeah, go for it. Got a song you can't get... No, it's not that. I'll, I'll <laughs> Got a song, but you can't get your blocked-up brain around some wordarinos? Look no further than us. We'll bash out some lyrics for you, no problem. <laughs> That's it. And then they said, example, and they've got, ooh, yeah, baby, yeah. That's one of theirs. Nice. You can have that. <laughs> um, and then they've just asked me to ad-lib. So, sir, would you like... Would you like a song? Yes. What would you like it to be about? I would like to to be about the the second Boer War. The second Boer War. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Boer War. <laughs> Duke, oh, if you could give us a a tune. Really. Yeah. Uh, dun, da, da, dun, da, da, second Boer War. Better than the first. That's up to you. Don't know. Was it worse? Don't know. Second Boer War. Oh my word. Second Boer War. So like that kind of thing. I mean, and I'd even work for them, but that was good. they'll be along that line. So. Yeah, but you must be, I mean, you must be in the conversation and get a contract after that. <laughs> I am in the conversation. <laughs> That's <laughs> lyrics to go. Website? Yeah. Um, presumably. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, hold on a second. Sorry, I'm just replying to my wife for the uh, brownies. Yeah, so this is the 20% <laughs> now. <laughs> on-air reply to wives. He, do you know he's married? He is married, yeah. yeah. We did an episode in the wedding. Yeah, it's true. We were both there. We were, yeah. Okay, and we had a kibble. Right, okay, so... 
onto the episode proper. Hey! It's, it's, it's fucking game show time, lads. <laughs> Woo! It's uh. game show time. This is the pilot of You Couldn't Make It Up. Give us a jingle. Do, 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 do. You couldn't make it up. Perfect. And that's not even a lyrics to go one. That's, I came up with that. Well, you did. <laughs> so this is how it goes, lads. There's eight categories. And I'm going to read out. I've called them headlines, but they're not headlines exactly. Bits about them. I'll read out both. Ask your thoughts first, and then read out some further inf- further information. So one category, no, one of the stories things is a lie made up by me, and one of them is an unbelievable truth from the real world of actual stuff that happened. Okay. All right. So you'll take it in turns. Eight categories. Choose a category. Read out two things. Guess which is true and which isn't. Okay, perfect. Simple. So right. well, for this. There's a twist. Oh. One of the category has only lies. Oh. So if you guess it correctly after hearing the headline and description, you get three point, apparently. That's what I've written. <laughs> Anyone can guess, not just the person playing the category. You have one attempt to guess, and if you're wrong, you lose a point. Oh. All right. The stakes. And you only get one guess. Only- See, that's going to fuck me up. Yeah. As I only get one guess for which one's the two lies. Yeah, so if yeah. you you can guess at any point after the round has been played, mm-hmm. well, before the answer's revealed, and you can you can guess, you can say, oh, that one. Cool. But Should then... have brushed up and listened, read some of Jim's writing before this, <laughs> so we can get into the mind frame of this is what Jim's writing sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I've, this, I did put some effort into this, actually. <laughs> so I'm sure it <laughs> So, 20%. the answer will be revealed at the end of the category. You must guess before the last category if it's not revealed before. So there's a contingency. So, if the twin lies are not discovered until the eighth category, each player must create a lie of their own, send it to me, and I'll read it out along with one of the lies. We have to guess who came up with it. Okay. You're going to need to explain that bit again. Yeah, when it comes up. When it comes up, so yeah, if, that, that's, it's, a, it's a big if. Yeah. It might not happen, but there's a contingency yeah. for it. Cool. Yeah. Don't worry about it. All right, and I've got something here about if there's three players, but there's not. You know, I've... I've oh, my wife loves me. Oh, that's nice. I better tell her. You know, I've realised this about myself playing games quite recently, or like little things like that, that my head instantly panics <laughs> whenever I'm told any sort of rules and yeah. regulations. My head just goes, shit, what do we do? <laughs> we did it, we were playing like games in the rehearsals for the fringe and that, and it was just chucking a ball about and then having to make a sound, and I instantly got the ball popped out. <laughs> Panicked, sort of fell to the floor, cried for a bit, and then chucked the ball. Didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently that's a new thing in my late twenties. That's what's happening. Excellent. Well, that is, uh, we broke open the, the Jaws board game the other night. Took one look at the rules, which uh, of which there's two acts, and, uh, <laughs> several different sections for each act. Uh, we were just like, not tonight. No, no, <laughs> that's a that's a commitment. Yeah, fair enough. I think. Well, don't worry about it. You couldn't make it up. It's, it's easy enough. I'll talk you through it. There is a prize. Oh, that's a whole. Wow. That's a full bottle of Jack Daniel's whiskey. They don't get. They don't make them any smaller than that. That's the smallest one they do. Incredible. Yeah. I, I bought. And is this interesting? I bought it. I bought three miniatures of whiskey because I was making whiskey sauce with haggis the other day. Unbaked patties. I'm not gonna lie. Stunning, right? But I didn't want to buy a bottle of whiskey because I don't drink whiskey. Yeah. So I didn't buy three miniatures. See, I don't even know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it tasted nice anyway. If it wasn't this one, it was one of the other ones. Well, see, so it shows how much I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it needs to be made in Scotland or Ireland for it to be a proper whiskey. Whiskey yeah. proper. There you go. Yeah. Well, I made bourbon cream. So it's delicious. It was. Yeah. It was yeah. delicious. Yeah, yeah. Haggis, shout out to Haggis. Oh, shout to Haggis. How good is Haggis? Haggis is bang. To all our American fans, when you get over here... Pop into Haggis Emporium. Have it battered. Get your Haggis, batter it, batter slice it. Fritters, by the way. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a wee bonbon, anything. Like, give me give me a Haggis anyway. Now, in my work, we have Haggis pierogies. Mm. Lovely. Mm. Lovely. We Haggis dumpies. Ooh. Haggis dumpies. Haggis dumpies. That's a restaurant in the, in the wings. All right, so to decide, <laughs> to decide who goes first, you both have to guess by sending me a message what my phone battery percentage is. 
Oh. And you have a hundred numbers to choose from. <laughs> okay. 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 Where's Jim? Just Jim. Or can we put it in the tune of it chat? Or we'll uh, just no, do it to Jim. No, just we'll just do it to Jim. Uh, okay, just write it on your phone and show me. I'll put it in the Batman chat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you can. But this, this is to you. eliminate this possibility. I just did it to you. All right, Dougal wins with 56 because I'm at 60. Oh, oh, not bad. Not bad at all. That one point. Uh, no. I, I, get to first. I have now just realised what the issue is putting it in the group chat. Yeah, that was the whole reason. Yeah. <laughs> Your name was too far away, though. I'm, I'm, I've still not found it. I'm fancying my chances. You do know you can search for names at the top of that, yeah? How many, how many people are you speaking to? Well, to be fair, we don't, we've got enough chats, haven't we? Aye. Yeah. Aye. All right. Okay, so there are eight categories. Do we need to continue? Sorry. Sorry. No. I, no. I, that's, that's the level we're operating at so far. I can't even remember it. I don't even know what happened then. I was thinking of this, the game. Right, you could make it up. Do you want to play? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> Liam's taken some ash from the candle and rubbed it over it under his eyes. Like that's scary other people. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to do the hacker soon. Well, he did as well. Looks good. Mm. <laughs> do I just talk about that instead? No, let's play it. Yeah, I want to play it. I've changed right. my mind. Let's do it. Okay, Woo! why not then? Alright, so there are eight categories to choose from. Okay. One yeah. round per So the categories are oddities of history. Plants you wouldn't believe. A law? Really? Is that an actual law somewhere? Well, that's mad. Ant Index Autobiography. <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> psychological terms. Compose Yourself. And finally, a TV show, you say? Or maybe it isn't. Okay, well, um, I will go for... Um, <laughs> instantly panicked and forgotten all of them. I will go for the law one. A law. The law one, okay. Question three. A law, really? Is that an actual law somewhere? Whoa, that's mad. Question three. What, three? It's oh, three the third category. Okay. third category. okay. Okay, so I'll give you the gist, and you can choose which one you want to hear more about. Uh, okay, so the first statement is, it is illegal to carry a plank across a pavement in the UK. Okay. Or it is illegal to name your dog after any number in Russia. Okay, so these are the two. I've got to choose if one of them's a lie or not. Can I hear more about the dog yes, you number? Can. So, in an article from Forbes magazine called 10 Bizarre Laws from Around the World, reporter Luke Hammond says, an electrician was confused by what they thought was a command to turn on a control box, which led to three workers receiving horrific electric shocks. The word for three in Russian, pronounced tree, sounds very similar to the word pronounced gri, which means now. A man was calling after his dog, which had ran across the street where electrical repairs to a nearby pylon were being carried out. It was local legislation in Omsk for three years before being rolled out as a nationwide law in 1996. Wow. See. So there's that. Yeah. And the other one, you, you hear both things. Yeah. Which yeah, one no, uh, yeah. This one taken from a document called Legal Oddities Fact or Fiction from www.lawcom.gov.uk says, this is an offence under the Section 54 of the Metropolitan Police Act 1839. Other offences covered by this Section 54, Badminton, sorry, by Section 54 include flying kites, playing annoying games, and sliding on snow or ice in the street. Okay, and that's, so you can't carry a plank across the road. Can't carry a plank across the pavement in the UK. Okay. Or you can't name your dog after any number in Russia. Okay, so... And show your workings if you if you like. So what you've got for me here is because what I thought when you told me the Russia one, I was like, you know, there's there's something about that that doesn't ring true, and the article didn't seem to really have much relevance to the law in a, in in some ways. I thought it was more about leckies, um, and the tree thing. Yeah, I I I, I, I yeah, uh, the the, the UK the UK one. The issue I'm having with that is the website sounds made up to fuck. This is it, you see? Yeah. But everything's a website, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. Can a website? Yeah. Well, there's a website on it. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I can't everything's a website. And remember, like some of these articles and things that are taken from are really long, so you don't want to take the whole thing. No. There's a lot to consider. 
Yeah, well, of, of course, of course. And they could both be bollocks. So, um, I, I think... Am I choosing which one I think is real or fake? Well, either one, really. Okay. So, <laughs> I think that the dog one's fake. Cool. And at this point, you can now, if you want to... This, this is the point where you'd say, if you think they're both fake, you can say that. I think that the dog one's the real one. Right. Which is only Dougal's getting... The only Dougal's up for points in this one. Yeah. But... But yeah. Do you think the dog one's real? Yeah, yeah. just for just for posterity. Just for posterity. I love that word posterity. It's mm, good, isn't it? Good. All right, well, Dougal, you are 100% right. Mm. The dog one is totally made up. Hooray! Forbes um, magazine is a real magazine. It is. It Don't is. They cover you, anything to you. almost got me. Luke Hammond was a name that I believed was actually. <laughs> it wasn't like Bilsifer Crotch. It was Luke Hammond. <laughs> oh, you've got to use that for something. Bills of our crocs. Oh, I forgot to. Right, let's um, write that down. It'll be what's that name we wrote down years ago that we could not remember. I'll find it in my notes somewhere. Oh yeah, because we, we wrote it down and we had no clue what, <laughs> what it was for or why we were talking about it. Uh, send me bills for crotch because I, I will put that in the D and D campaigns. Absolutely, very nice. All right, so well done, Diggle. One point well on the board. Woo! All right, so the campaigns you have left, Liam, yeah. are oddities of history. Plants you wouldn't believe. Plants you wouldn't, be- wouldn't believe. Right. It caught my eye the first time you read it out. Plants you wouldn't believe. All right, so got two plants for you here. <laughs> uh, you're scratching your balls right now. I'm not sorry. Can I can I interject <laughs> for a little second? It was Sirius Petal Balls. <laughs> Me and Liam came up with that name for something when we were quite out of it in a park. <laughs> Forgot. <laughs> We'll write right down the name. We'll absolutely know what that's oh, about. That. Not a clue. I love the that. That's now got Bilsifer. And the title of the note is um, Ask Liam. <laughs> <laughs> we, we remember the chat as well. It was like a good half an hour chat. Yeah. Oh, it, it, any, you know, I have no idea what else was going on. Serious what was Petal the name? Sirius Petalbomb and Bilsifer <laughs> Crotch. So. That might make an appearance in a later episode of this podcast, potentially. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, okay, so you're going for plants you wouldn't believe. Okay, the first one is called Buddha's Hand. The second one is called the White Lie Flower. Which one would you like to hear about first? Buddha's Hand. Buddha's Hand. This is from Wikipedia. You can all get ahead on that. Mm-hmm. Citrus Medica variant Sarco... Dactylus is, like any other citron variety, a shrub or small tree with long, irregular branches covered in thorns. Its large oblong leaves are pale green and grow to about grow about four to six inches. Its white flowers are tinted purplish from the outside and grow in fragrant clusters. The fruit's fingers contain only the white part of the fruit and sometimes a small amount of acidic pulp, but many of them are completely juiceless and some are seedless. The plant is sensitive to frost as well as intense heat and drought. It grows best in a temperate climate. Trees can be grown from cuttings taken from branches two to four years old. It is very commonly grafted into sufficient rootstock. Can I, can I, I have two things to say of what happened that I think is quite, um, quite entertaining for the podcast, but you couldn't see it, obviously. <laughs> when you said, not like other citron varieties... You made the smuggest face I've ever seen. It's <laughs> because I said it right. And then when, when you said four to six inches, Liam measured it with his hand a little bit. And you sort of got it. That seems about the right size. For that must be something. <laughs> All right, so that's Buddha's hand and the white flower, white lie flower. And this is taken from, oh, what's this one? Oh, spam detected, sorry. Right, the white lie flower. This is taken from Herbology International. The white lie flower grows on Rondo Island in northern Indonesia. The wildflower gets its name from the way the petals react to sunlight. Their rare pigment cause the plant, causes the plant to take on the appearance of other plants and can even confuse animals into thinking they are predators. Their colours and patterns can change so rapidly as light passes through them that many locals believe that spirits ran freely through the forests. So which of those sounds more realistic to you? So see, when you originally said that these were going to be like a lie and a truth and all that, yeah, I genuinely didn't think they were going to be this good. Right. <laughs> well, I know he's done a good job, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, 
the 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 white lie flower. The thing that's drawn me towards that is that uh, you said about sunlight and like what it does and all that. But like, it sounds like it goes all. Uh, fat general push me away from it. It sounds like it goes all different colors. Mm. But then is it originally white? Um, and then the other one, the Buddha's fingers one. <laughs> Buddha's hand. Buddha's hand. I um. <laughs> That one, if it's got fruit, but then it was the whole, like, is it, it can be seedless, it can be fruitless. Seedless, and some of them are completely juiceless. Juiceless, sorry. Mm. Fuck it, I'm going to go the Buddha's hand is the true one. And no one wanting to guess both those are lies? No, I I would actually, I would go against Liam, and I think that the um, white lie one is... The true one. In fact, true, yeah. Okay, well, Liam is correct. Sand is real. Of course the white life flower isn't real. There's no such place as northern Indonesia. Well, that's a good... That's a good <laughs> that. No, no, they're, they're, that's a wee joke. No, I wrote that. <laughs> well, you got me twice. There's, got, there's northern everywhere. Catch me once, shame <laughs> on you. Catch me twice. My goodness, what a cunt. All right, so... Wait, was, it, was it, it being called white life flower? Uh, had, well, it was supposed to be like a double bluff. It was supposed to get you mm. thinking, oh, well, it can't have been that because you wouldn't have been. Yeah. Uh, but also, I was thinking because white encompasses all colours. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I was thinking that's that good. would also link oh, things to it. Look at this. Fella's got a, got a thought. It's got a noggin. Yeah. It's got a noggin. Yeah, this, this, this bourbon's looking more tantalising by the second. <laughs> right, Dougal, would you like to hear the categories that are left? Um, No. Cool. <laughs> There's six left. Yeah, I will go with the first one. Oddities of history. Yes. And I feel like that should have a... Uh, what do you call the thing that's not a piano, but it sounds dingly? Harpsichord. Harpsichord, yeah. I feel like it should have some of that now. And Tony Hart should come out if that's the guy I'm thinking of. Okay, I'll, I'll, I might do some sound editing on top of it, because Liam <laughs> did it for our one, so I might do it. Dougal, put a harpsichord in here. <laughs> and we will tell if I've ran out of time or not by if that's me or a harpsichord. <laughs> Oddities of history. All right, headlines are as follows. Napoleon was nearly mauled to death by rabbits. And Area 51 used to be a pony farm. But I want to hear about the pony farm. Pony farm first. Before becoming a highly classified US Air Force facility, Area 51 was the site of a pony farm. The Nevada Equine Society petitioned against the farmland being disrupted, disturbed. Sorry. The United States Air Force had to build a new pony farm and use their own planes to relocate the ponies. A statement for the Nevada Equine Society was pleased with the new location in Fairfield, Iowa, saying, The new farm suits the animals much better than the desert. We got one over on them. When questioned if they had ever seen alien activity, <laughs> the source said, We lost a pony for a week but found it again. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And from the other one, which is from a list, a website called list25.com, says, this is the mauled by rabbits one, apparently the emperor had requested that a rabbit hunt be arranged for himself and his men. His chief of staff set it up and had men round up 3,000 rabbits for the occasion. When the rabbits were released from their cages, the hunt was ready to go. At least that was the plan. But the bunnies charged towards Bonaparte and his men in a vicious and unstoppable onslaught. The only thing, the only certain thing, is that Napoleon knew how to survive. <laughs> Napoleon mauled to death by rabbits or Area Fifty One. I don't get sight of a pony farm. <laughs> yeah, this is tough because they both sound like utter bullshit. But both are plausible. The thing that you can yeah, call it, I could, can I? But I also don't think it's both lies. I think there's enough mental things that have happened in history that you could get a good one for this. Yeah. Now, my issue with the Area 51 one, really, is that the best way to transport horses, I can't <laughs> imagine being put them on a plane. <laughs> I feel like that's nonsense. Because, <laughs> um, like, you know, horses, I don't know personally, but I feel like since it's not very not very normal for horses to be transported by plane, I don't think, that mm. 
if it was easier, you'd do it everywhere. You know, I don't think it's good for a horse, and I don't yeah. particularly think anyone would do that. I do like the idea of Area Fifty One being built on a pony farm. I also don't think that, like, like the article says, that the desert is the best place to just chuck in the middle of the Nevada desert to go. No, no, you know what will do well here, ponies. <laughs> um, but the other one sounds like a load of shit as well because I mean Napoleon mauled by rabbits. But I. There was something about that that I feel like I've heard it before. Mm. And that could just be me inferring that as soon as I heard that um, the ponies were airlifted, I sort of instantly in my head went, that's a load of nonsense. <laughs> that's utter crap. If that's real, then the American government are stupider than I ever thought. Oh, you said it, not me. Yeah, well, I did, famously. <laughs> that's my voice. I'm at 58%. <laughs> so, so I will... Say that the pony farm is bullshit. Liam, you good? I want to use this thing, and I feel mm. like this is the one that I like. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. There's a part of me that wants to use the thing as yeah. well. Okay. I was gonna use it once, and I feel like this is the right one. I also want to say that I do have a quibble with the fact that the Napoleon Bonaparte fact starts with apparently. Mm. <laughs> right. I don't. I know a lot of history is up for debate, but like. To, to start a fact with a panel, that guy writing that. Mm. Yeah, well, you've got to bear in mind that these statements have been taken from true sources, but it's you're not guessing whether the thing itself is necessarily right. Mm. That's fair. That's just, but yeah. apparently, yeah. 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 So you're going for, you're using your... I'm going to use my hang, yeah. You're going to use your thing. Well, what'd you call it? I don't know. Didn't have a name for it. Have a name for it. Twin, twin lie, accuse, jacuzzi. <laughs> you're a jacuzzi. I, I, yes, I'll jacuzzi. Jacuzzi. Okay, and you're going for a pony farm to lie. Yeah. lie. Douglas, one hundred percent right. Pony farm to lie, but the Bonaparte one apparently is true. Read it on a couple of different websites. I've I I feel like I've heard about it somewhere. Yeah. So does Liam lose a point for that? Yes, no. Liam loses a point. Well, you so get a point. Zero to two. Yeah, oh, that's it. Zero? I think it seems like a good time for a beer run, doesn't it? I was thinking that as well. Yeah. I didn't want to say it. Do you want to? You guys want to riff? I'm gonna take my phone with me. You scamps. We just pause it. Oh, that's yeah. Right, last thing before we pause. Any sponge? <laughs> oh, wasn't that fun? All right, Liam. <laughs> yeah. Which category would you like to hear the categories? Aye. We have Anton Depp's autobiography, mm-hmm. podcasts, psychological terms, compose yourself, or a TV show, you say, or maybe it isn't. Psychological terms. Psychological terms he's going for. Boom, 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 boom. Woo, woo, woo. All right. Two headlines are as follows. Deepnophobia, which is a fear of dining with others. Or Akron's disease, which is a neurological dysfunction, which makes a person perceive the room they're in is breathing or talking to them. I'd like to go for the first one. Was it Deepnophobia? Deepnophobia. Deepnophobia. D-E-I-P-N-O phobia. (laughs) I got scared. (laughs) Deepnophobia is a fear of dining with others. This often manifests as a fear of dinner parties and may stem from a fear of dinner conversations or having to carry out a conversation whilst eating. It may be related to an underlying social phobia. In many cases, deipnophobia is triggered by a traumatic event from an individual's past, such as being ridiculed as a child for the way they ate or for not following proper etiquette at the dinner table. The fear of dining with others can also be related to a fear of being criticised for the way a person eats. A person with deipnophobia may feel awkward eating in front of others and therefore avoid it. People with this condition tend to eat alone or prefer to eat in silence if they do eat with others. Right. Okay. Akron's disease is a neurological dysfunction which makes a person perceive the room they're in is breathing or trying to talk to them. It was originally thought to be brought on by sleep disorders where partial fragments of dreams would replay in a conscious person's mind. However, it is possible to experience this phenomenon without ever having such disorders or any psychedelic experiences. Which of those rings true, if any? So, for me, the Akron's disease at first hits out as the, the truth, but also, at the same time, like... It doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> like, Akron's disease could just be the name of another disease. Not related to what you've written down. Whereas a deipnophobia. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, to be honest, I I, I don't believe, and if I if I'm wrong with this, <laughs> then like fair, fair play, <laughs> but um, I feel like Atkins disease is the truth. Okay. Well. Once again, I'm I'm at odds with you. <laughs> um, I think Akron's disease is a lie, oh. but I do think the other one's true. I don't think this is the two lies yet. Okay. Ready. So just confirm Akron's. You're going for Akron's is the truth. Yeah. You are wrong, my friend. Oh. I made up Akron's disease. Google again is right. Deepnophobia is a fear of dining with others. If only I got a point. <laughs> be flying clear <laughs> maybe that should have made that the thing but no 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 movement on the scoreboard there at all so just to check back in with the scores Dougal's on 2 Liam on 0 2 now and you're to the champions and you're unable to get the 3 unfortunately so ticked ticked I'm going to go for compose yourself compose yourself Compose yourself. Do, 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 do. Mad things composers have done. <laughs> so the first one is that Tchaikovsky tried to get a woman called Juliet into a play. <laughs> and the second one is an award-winning composer who worked on such films as The Full Monty and Poldark is the world record holder for the loudest sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I mean, this is this is my problem straight from the back. Is Tchaikovsky trying to get a woman called Juliet into play? Doesn't sound that bad. But, <laughs> uh, so I'd like to hear more about that one to begin with, please. Okie doke. So this is from a book called Music and Life Itself: A History of the Great Composers. <clears throat> In 1893, during the initial run of the Nutcracker, Pyotr Ilyich Tchaikovsky was on tour with the show in Paris. One day after rehearsals, he excused himself to a bar where he met a beautiful, young, aspiring actress named Juliet. After a tawdry and heated affair, Tchaikovsky uh, promised Juliet he would get her into the Nutcracker cast. Marius Petipa, the show's choreographer, was understandably baffled by this request, as they were so far into the run and it made no sense for someone new to join the cast. So Juliet hatched a plan to watch the show, learn the choreography, and disguise herself as one of the cast and sneak into a performance. Tchaikovsky, who was stricken with an intense infatuation, agreed to help. Juliet was caught immediately, and Tchaikovsky <laughs> was banned from attending any future performances. I like that. That is matter yeah. when you hear it. That's <laughs> lovely. All right. And the second one is Anne Dudley, award-winning composer who worked on such films as The Full Monty, uh, such projects as Full Monty and Poldark, is also a world record holder for the loudest sneeze. She recorded the sneeze in 2012 and has remained unbeaten. It measured 180 decibels. That's cool. That's very loud. That's mm. louder than a jet plane, I believe. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, which feels like nonsense. Mm. So I'm going to say that as much as I didn't think it was mad, feels a bit mad and... A, a musician having an infatuation with someone and trying to get them into something is plausible as fuck. Yeah. Plausible as all hell. Plus, there's a lot of Russian names in there that are, um, like, names that I think were people. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I confirm I'm going to say that the Tchaikovsky getting a lassie called Juliet a uh, bit in the play, and she got caught instantly. I think that leads credence to that being the true one. I feel like I've heard a story about someone sneezing louder than a jet plane. Mm. But I've got zero points right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't get a point for this anyway, but that's that's the one I'm going to go for the truth. Okay. Both of our lies. Oh, that was the double lie. That was the 20 lie. Oh, shit, you're fuck. Yeah. Uh, Marius Petipa was the show's choreographer. Yeah. And the dates all match up. Ah, well, well, that was some solid research that got me to not think that was a lie. That was one of the most plausible things you've said. And the most Googling I've ever done on a Russian <laughs> composer in a toilet. <laughs> hey, question, question. Did you, did you note down what the widest sneeze is? It's 176 oh. decibels. And it was, uh, I don't want Still to... louder than a jet plane. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't remember the, the man's name that did it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's weird that you said that because that was one of the facts that came up. It was yeah. like doing a jet plane and something else should have got you when you said it was straight away I instantly just thought assumed that was a fact you'd know anyway <laughs> I'm up on my sneeze for him thank you <laughs> alright well there you go again the the scoreboard does not move to go on two we won none now it would be reckless of me to use my two lies on another one now wouldn't it yeah so that's out the window now yeah so that's there's, fine there's three categories left yeah so actually there's no way you can win anyway because you can't you yeah, but let's to you. One go to you. One go to you. So let's let's try it. But let's yeah. Let's, let's try it. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm gonna get every single one right now. Cool. Well, if you get your <laughs> other, if you get, if you get the next, you've got two left to guess. I've got one left to guess. Yeah. No. So if you get these two right and I get mine wrong, then there is a tie. Then there's a tie break. Right. That's so true. There, there's, yes. It's there's. I mean, it's not all to play for, but most it's like of a it bottle is. of not whiskey bourbon. It says whiskey on it. Yeah, it's bourbon whiskey. Tell your face. Right. Okay. All right. What would you like? Uh, and deck. And deck. And deck. Biker's Grove, man. Biker's Grove. Yeah. All right. So, one of these quotes I'm about to read you is from their autobiography, What a Lovely Pair. That's what it's called. Another one I made up. So, I'm just going to read them out in their totality. Both lines. Okay. Well, no. <laughs> I second that motion. <laughs> Here's your first quote. In fact, if you're reading this and you bump into me in the future, desperate to check how I am, all I'll say is my eyes are okay, my vision is fine, and I haven't been paintballing since. Thanks for asking. Can I ask you to read that in a Geordie accent, please? Uh, I was trying to avoid it. <laughs> well, <laughs> is, this is the 20%, Jim. Okay. This is the 20%. In fact, if you're reading this and you're bumping into us in the future, desperate to check out how I am, all I see is my eyes are okay, my vision is fine, and I haven't been paintballing since. Thanks for asking. Sounds a bit like the Hairy Bikers. That was quite good. Yeah? Yeah. That was, yeah. That was on yeah. point. Right, okay, good. Oh, that was terrifying. I'll listen back to the tape later <laughs> and let you know about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'm down with that. Okay. Right. Well, you know what, Jim? Have a point for that. Cheers, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, Better I'd, than Liam you're doing there. I have a thousand and one points. I gave myself a thousand points. Okay, so that's the first statement. The second statement. Well, do it me and then Jordy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do it you then, Jordy, right, so okay. we can understand it first. It had been ten years since I had the dream, but I had it again. It scared the hell out of me. It was Ant's head on a dog's body. I was nervous to tell him, but he laughed it off. So I'll do that again. It had been ten years since I had the dream, but I had it again. Scared the hell out of me. Out of me. That's hard. Yeah. Scared the hell out of me. It was Ant's head on a dog's body. I was nervous to tell him, but he laughed it off. See, the thing with his Geordie accent is he's not going too harsh on it, so it works quite nicely. Yeah. Apart from out of me. Out of me went a bit... Out of me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do have to do a pigeon head bobbin thing to get it to work. <laughs> so if I can sample that out of me and create a jingle from that, I will. Out of me. 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 Why, hey, man! There you go. What do you reckon, then? Uh, can I ask a question? Can you read the book again? No, 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 no. Um, do you look good in the spare book? Was this written... <laughs> was this book written pre or post? I will get that for you. It looks like it's a book that Becky genuinely had, which, you know, makes us all think less of her for that. Mm-hmm. Well, this week is not sponsored by Becky. Month. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, I love Firelords. Um, when did it come out? Links <laughs> more with feeling. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, it's so the episode. <laughs> <we> hey! <laughs> right, when, when did the uh, release date? It did look old. I think it's something she had when she was a kid. 2010. 2010. Published by Penguin. So she would have been at least 17, 16, 17 when she got that? We'll let that one sink in. 16, children. I. <laughs> Sorry, Becky. Love you, Woods. I'm going to say. Don't listen. It's fine. The. The paintball one is true. Go on, that. There you go. I'd agree. I'd totally agree, yeah. And you'd both be right. Hey! Yeah. Liam's on the board. Like a groove. 
<laughs> one step closer to that. So that is, and that is in uh, really uh, reference to the famous scene. I'm blind. I can't see a man. Have you seen that video? No. No. Oh, that's another video I need to show you. No. Add it to the alarm. I will actually. And if anyone listening knows of the Sean glitch from uh, Heavy <laughs> Rain Game, why don't you email mrtunabrew at gmail.com and tell us. <laughs> Just Shut tell up. us you know about it. <laughs> That's all we want. I know. Oh, yeah, Peter in Staffordshire says, yeah, I know about it. Yeah. That's he, got it. <laughs> he managed to send his email back in time to get that to us just now. Thanks, Peter. Oh, we're live tweeting right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. We're live streaming the whole Live Xing, no? Uh, we're back in time, man. Not that far back in time. <laughs> All right, okay, so with two categories to go, Dingo's last turn, and you have podcasts or a TV show, you say. It's nice that we it left doesn't... these two for last, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I will go for TV show, you say. Or maybe it isn't. Or maybe it isn't. <laughs> Hair flip. <laughs> okay, your two shows are The Interception from 1997 to 1998 A show where people were encouraged to steal cars Okay Or Stick to Your Principles A reality music show where prince impersonators Are <laughs> a series of challenges <laughs> Do I get any more information about them? You do, yes Yeah, so Stick to Your Principles firstly Stick to Your Principles from 2004 A reality music competition where prince impersonators Undergo a series of challenges for the chance to win the opportunity of a lifetime, a one-off performance with Prince at the world-famous Madison Square Garden. Okay. That's his description. Love it. And the interception uh, is, the description of that is, this is from ScreenRant.com. This show has to be one of the most dangerous ever put on television. This Russian reality show from the 90s offered players a free car right out of the gate. It seems like a great deal until one learns the catch. Players had to then evade Russian police in a car chase for 35 minutes in order to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long did that run for, that one? Uh, a year. A year, right. Or two years, next seven, nine years. Um, so I love them both. I'd, I'd watch them both. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I can't help but think that the famously elusive prince later on wouldn't really do a reality show like that. So, whereas Russians are quite famously mad enough for anything, see War on Ukraine for more detail on that one. Um, so, Ooh, oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Keir Starmer. Well done, Jim. That's my well I, I know one. I know that yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, yeah, I don't think he's yeah. directly involved, but I know he's not. <laughs> no, he's uh, <laughs> certainly, certainly, certainly a, a Tory in a red gown, isn't he? Isn't he? This guy over here. Isn't he? Yeah. I assume that's cutting. Yeah. <laughs> That'll cut deep. That'll no, cut no. deep here. There was that one clip where he uh, said that Boris Johnson was Jabba the Hutt. Mm. But there's also the, those other clips where he, do, he, do, he uh, very much doesn't like anyone who's transgender, is it? Yeah. He's, yeah. Oh, is he one of them? Yeah, yeah, well, they all are, aren't they? Because they're scared. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'll say it. I'm fine with transgender. I'm fine with you being anything. I'm happy for you. I support it. Mm. Don't buy it. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway, so you Well, you've got me again. Um, <laughs> you're so, going the Prince one is the lie. Yeah, Prince one's the lie. We, we, want, we want to make, it sure, uh, make sure everyone knows, by the way, that we're all pro-trans and uh, non-binary likes yeah. on this mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah, I was only I was only trying to undermine Michael's character. He's he's, a, he's one of the good ones. We all are. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I'm going to say the Prince one's true. Right. Diggle's right. Hey, stick to your principles. Ba, ba, ba. Uh, it's not real. But I forgot. I forgot that was the fucking name of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was definitely reverse engineering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the interception was true, and it was. Uh, a ploy by the Russian police to try and encourage people to steal cars less. <laughs> I don't understand. Right, that. no, no, I see I see I see the thinking there. If they were to go on a TV show and say, here, steal this car, we're gonna chase after you. If you get away, you get to keep it, right? They're gonna show how good they are at getting the cars. What I want to know is 
how many people got to keep the cars. That I don't know. I've not watched it yet. But we can. <laughs> I assume. I assume we can get some. I'd like to put an addendum to Liam's point, where if there's ever any government officials listening, if you say an idea and Liam says no, no, I get it, probably shelve that. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, Last that, category. All right. Well, you're only playing for glory now, Liam. Cool. So podcasts. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Yep. Excuse me. Here are your two podcasts. One of them real, one of them ain't. Yeah. The Pen Addict. The first one. Or Motorway Mates. <laughs> yep. Which would you like to hear about first? It's getting exciting now. Motorway Mates. Motorway Mates. So these are just both the descriptions of their podcasts. Motoring enthusiasts Joe and Brian record themselves driving down the motorways of Britain. They share stories, rate service stations and cafes as well as discussing the many issues facing the modern driver. Join Joe and Brian for a few laughs and some great debates, with the occasional chime in from Joe's dog, Russell. I would genuinely listen to that. Yeah. That sounds great. Okay. I visited a lot of service stations <laughs> in the last job. And You'd like to get Brian and Joe's take on it. I, I would like to sit and have a conversation with them, because I had my favourite service stations, and I would drive an extra half an hour just to get to the one that I wanted to go well, to. Well, that, we can fill the rest of the episode after the game with that. <laughs> there's there's one, just, uh, it's going down or past, uh, going down to Liverpool. There's one that's got a lovely lake out the back of it and some ducks in there and stuff like that. Yes. It's a fucking gourd. Homemade pies in it. Oh. oh, it's one of the best. It's the best one I've been to. Mate, yeah. I'm at 55%. <laughs> right, so the pen addict. Yep. <laughs> the pen addict is a weekly fix for all things stationary. Pens, pencils, paper, ink, you name it. And Brad Dowdy and Mike Hurley are into it. Join as they geek out over the analogue tools they love so dearly. That one's a lie, and if it's not, then they, they need to get rid because the, the motorway one's better. Right. Pen addict, yeah. it's true. No. It's motorway. not true. Yeah, not true. Um, They're all plausible because it sounds like White men having a podcast, which is quite, uh, which they're, is they're, something we do. You they're, know, they're not all plausible because uh, we've already ruled out the one that's two eyes. Yeah, no, but they are. No, they're all they're, they're all plausible podcasts. Is yes. what I'd say. Um, but I would totally agree with Liam. I think uh, the the pen one is is a load of shit. You've both been on. Oh, that is true. And well. here's some further information. Mike is spelled M Y K E. He's just the sort of person who would have any sort of relationship to stationery above what we all have. Yeah. Jim, you've accidentally stumbled on our next spin-off podcast. I'm not going to lie, when I wrote that, I was like, yeah, I listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what Russell has to say. That was my first thought. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, Russell. You can just hear it. You can hear the, the, like the, like the outside car sound. It's going be like rain hitting it. Oh, it's like a fucking terrible past day. Fucking... Wickham, did you? Well, well I know both, both me and Liam can drive his car, so we could absolutely do a wee road trip where we go through a few facilities <laughs> and just. Well, we are going on a road trip of sorts tomorrow, and I have drive. He's going to use it, be in a different car to me. He's going to record it. We can call you. Yeah? <laughs> call me. Call me, we'll do it. We'll do a dry run tomorrow, yeah? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> all right. All right, well, so at the end of all that, Dougal wins the Bourbon. Oh, Three thank one. you. Do with that as you wish. That was a lot of fun. I don't think I'm I don't think I'm being in any way um hyperbolic when I say that's definitely the most work you've put into a podcast episode in about a year. <laughs> Good use of the word hyperbolic. Thank you. Um Yeah, I had fun with that. Thank you very yeah. much, lads. Lots of fun. Lots of fun. Mm. Isn't the world a crazy place? It absolutely is. It absolutely is. is. Do we have any worldly wisdom? Anything to say? Um, I've not tried kimchi yet. Kimchi's <sighs> pretty good. I've not tried it either. I've not. I feel like I've asked you this before. I, I, like, I like kimchi. What's it? Fermented juice. 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 Wait, are you not talking about that? That. that um... Kimchi's like a kimchi. seed. Not I know kimchi. Kimchi. Yeah. No. Sorry. I'm sure it's, it's, You're you talking about kombucha. Kombucha. That's what I'm talking about. Either. No. No, no, kimchi's the grated shape that's yeah, it's also fermented. Sh- no? wee, yeah, but the wee strips, like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all like fermented. That. It's all just fermented stuff, isn't it? Oh, God. Well, I love gochujang, fermented chili, red chili paste. 
Yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I haven't tried a nude yet, yeah. Can't say it. In Duja? No. I can't the sausage. the sausage? No. Yes. No, there's a paste thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I had it in a food food festival I went to, and he just spoons a wee bit of the sausage, and you taste it. It's lovely. That's good. Get you up, Manus. Yeah, keep up, Manus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is good. Sweet soy. Sweet soy. Sweet soy. Okay. Well, I have a lot to learn. <laughs> do we have any? Do we have any thoughts to end it on? Any wily wis- wisdom, mystic phrases? <laughs> Just go with it. Sprung wily wisdom, <laughs> mystic phrases on us. Um, no, I think we could wrap up. Go to the Annandale uh, service station. Go to the Annandale <laughs> service station because they have like a heap of swans there that just sit on the grass. Oh yeah, I've been. Yeah. Yeah. And they've got Mackey D's, and Mackey are one of the best things, and they're very rare. They're one of the best things you can have at a service station because you still get the value value options. Whereas if you've got KFC and Burger King, yeah, fucked. Oh, yeah. like is yeah. If you, I mean, it's a mugs game to go to a service station and go to a WH Smith, isn't it? Oh, fucking two pound yeah. fifty for a bar of Galaxy or something like that. I mean, yeah. cunt right off. Aye, and if it's hot in the place, it's already melted by the time you got it. It's been ridiculous. Did I order hot chocolate now? If you if you miss the what's this part of the shit? What's this? What I'm going to drink? What's going to next? Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? What's going on? Sorry, man. If if you miss the the Annandale service station, go down go down to Southway. Where? Southway. Southway. It was, dear listeners, at this point that Liam's laptop got full. We'll never know what he was going to say. But he is learning Italian, so sleep safe in that knowledge. This has been a hastily uploaded tuna boot. Good night. And always remember, you're only a breath away from death. See you in December, motherfuckers. Scoosh, scoosh, balloosh, motherfuckers. <laughs>